You're listening to Your Highest Self Podcast, episode 55. Today, we're talking about masculine and feminine energy and how we can balance these for productivity and success. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you so much for taking the time to invest in your mind and doing it with me today. If you are a returning loyal listener, welcome back. And if you're new, hello, my name is Shanae. I'm your host. I'm a former fitness and nutrition expert and retired WBFF bikini pro turned master life coach. Um, My mission is to help you heal your limiting beliefs, overcome negative self-talk and perfectionism so that you can take action towards your secret dream. Uh, So in this podcast, that's a lot of what we do here. Uh, All the tools, everything you learn here is for your journey to your highest self. And I am obsessed with helping you grow. So if you are growth-minded, welcome. This is the perfect place for you. So today's episode is something that has been like on my docket to talk with you guys about for a long time. And I think I held myself back a little bit because talking about like masculine and feminine energy um, is a little, it's woo woo, right? And it's a little bit esoteric and I'm not like an expert on this with anything. I mean, I'm pretty good at it now, but I wouldn't call myself an expert at it just because it's, it's something that I've been integrating integrating into my life for about a year and a half. But like, to me, I don't even think that's enough. Like, I think I need more time. And I am excited though, to deliver this content to you because, um, I think that sometimes delivering content in real time with something that you're working through is much more impactful, um, than someone just telling you what to do. Does that make sense? So I'm very much in the trenches with you on this. So, uh, do you know what your dominating energy is? Do you know if it's masculine? Do you know if it's feminine? Do you have no idea what I'm talking about? Um, it, the energies. So today's episode, we're going to be talking about energy. Um, we all have masculine and feminine energy within us and it doesn't matter if you're a male or if you're a female. Um, it's not, or if you don't identify as anything, um, it's not about gender at all. It's, um, we all, we both have it. You can even refer to this as yin and yang energy. Um, and sometimes we have one that just dominates more of our actions, um, and so forth. So maybe you have a girlfriend who's like super ambitious. She always gets things done and is like going after like a million and one goals. And then maybe you have a guy friend who's, um, like really sweet and nurturing and wants to be like a stay at home dad. And he's like, you know, very much comfortable in his feminine energy. Um, that's, that's, you know, I, I know you have friends like that. So kind of call to mind this kind of people and it'll, it'll, um, visually set for you what we're talking about today. So the reason why I wanted to deliver this episode to you is because when we learn about energy, when we learn to become aware of it, we can leverage it for not only productivity, but for success and happiness and joy in our lives. Um, so tune in today and learn about what is masculine energy and what is feminine energy. We're going to talk about how to spot when you're operating from one of the wounded places. We're going to talk about how you can balance your energies um, depending on where you're dominant and how to integrate this way of life into your everyday. 
Before we get into today's content, I just want to take a moment to remind you and invite you to come hang out with me in my monthly mindset coaching membership. It's called Mindset Makeover, and it is a monthly coaching program for um, aspiring coaches as well as women, um, ambitious women, that's I know that's you, who are on their journey to their highest selves. So if you want to learn how to overcome negative self-talk, if you want to learn how to heal your limiting beliefs, if you want to grow, if you're very growth-minded and you just want to get better and become um, a more authentic version of yourself, this is the membership. This month, we are being coached on boundaries, which is one of my faves. So if you listen to that episode a couple of weeks back and that really resonated with you, come hang out with us with, us, with me and you'll be coached. Um, other than that, if you are wanting to start your journaling journey, the Create Your Purpose journal is on Amazon. Both will be linked down below. All right, let's get into it. Uh, I want to start off by telling you a story. And I think stories um, just have a way of sort of like really explaining energy because energy is one of those topics that's kind of a little bit hard to explain. So I first learned about masculine and feminine energy after my last competition. I had spent two and a half years competing back to back. I did five shows back to back and I was very much in a masculine energy getting things done, pushing myself, doing it. And in order to heal um, after my post-comp journey, you guys, most of you guys know about this. So if you don't know, I have episodes on it that you can kind of scroll back through and listen. But healing myself um, needed... I needed to learn how to be in a feminine energy. So when you're in your masculine energy, you are very goal oriented. You're very driven. You're like getting things done. When you're in a female feminine energy, it's more about allowing and receiving and creative expression. It's more fluid and dynamic versus where your masculine is very like rigid and static. And um, I have been so lodged into a masculine energy for so long that I didn't know how to tap into my feminine. So that looks like eating what I felt like, not eating what was like on my macro plan. <laughs> that felt like a whole different world to me. Working out and moving my body the way I felt like versus doing what my plan said to. Again, that was like a whole different way of living. Um Tapping into my feminine also looked like, so it looked like eating what I wanted, moving the body, my body the way I wanted to. Um, it looked like resting and stillness and allowing and receiving versus like pushing myself to go to the gym and work out no matter what. Um, and so the only way that I could heal was by tapping back into my feminine to balance out my masculine. So I thought I did an amazing job of healing, right? <laughs> and as you guys all know, your healing journey never ends. Um, and whatever you heal and you close the door on is just going to pop up for you again in a whole different atmosphere, in a whole different way. So um, I did all this work to heal my body image. And um, I started to really put my energy into building my business. And well, would you, what do you think happened? I used that same masculine energy that drove me to do all my competitions. I used that same energy and I built my business with that energy. So it was very driven, focused, rigid, static. I forced myself to work even on the days that I was so tired. So I would be up until midnight, like doing client check-ins, like over delivering to my clients, really 
really forcing myself and pushing myself to work, 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 and not ever giving myself a time to break or relax. And so it got to the point where I developed eczema all over my fingers. I had chronic fatigue. I was like extremely burnt out. This was back in 2018. And, um, yeah, it was real bad. So again, I had to learn, okay, like, so in 2018, 2017 is when I started pushing myself to build my business in 2018 midway is when the burnout started. And I was like, all right, I need to figure this out. I was like, this isn't sustainable. I didn't actually quite figure it out until the uh, end of 2019. Spoiler alert. So it took me like a whole year and a half. Um, so this is where I'm saying like, um, I'm still in it because I've come on to the other side, but I think that from my own personal, like my core wound being like worthiness and, and hustling and trying to find my productivity and my worth, um, my worth and my productivity. I think that for the rest of my life, I am going to find myself working through an overabundance of masculine energy. I'm going to find this in so many different scenarios. So going back to my story, Last year, September, um, I was uh, at a retreat and I had spent that summer, um, summer 2019, um, really leaning into my feminine. I was like, okay, like, you know, all of last year I was so burnt out. I had so many clients. It wasn't sustainable. I want more time. I built a business so that I could be a mom. Like I want to be a a stay at home mom who works. Um, but at the rate of how I was working and the hours I was working, there was no way that I could have a baby. Like I was working 80 hours a week. It was insane. I was traveling to all these places to, to do shows and to, to coach and to like judge shows and whatnot. So, um, something had to give. And so I started to take things off my plate and I started to, again, lean into my feminine. I, um, picked up some new hobbies last year and, um, it still was something I was working through though. Like rest was really hard for me. It was so hard for me to take a break when my therapist would ask me like, what do you do on your days off? I was like, what do you mean? I don't have days off. Um, I truly had no white space. I didn't know how to be in white space. I thought that white space meant that I was being unproductive. I wasn't trying hard enough. So I was like really going through this, this process of learning how to, um, not be so damn busy. And I was at a retreat and, um, you know, 30 minutes after meeting me, one of the co-facilitators, his name's Dr. Brett. I told him what my struggle was and how I was having a hard time really thinking about what the next step of my business was. I was like, I don't know where I want to go next. I've been doing the competition coaching. It's not filling me up anymore. My clients are winning and I'm depressed. Like it's not working for me. I don't know what to do next. And he immediately picked up that I was operating my business out of masculine energy. And he said to me, he goes, you know, we've had a rise in the feminine. You know, we've had so many female leadership come through, lots of female entrepreneurs and coaches, but we don't have a rise in the feminine energy in the divine feminine. And I looked at him and I was like, oh my God, like it's playing out again. The, the masculine that I had um, been using in the competition coaching or the competition prepping, same exact thing here in my business. And it was a wake-up call that I needed to learn how to allow divine feminine into my life. I needed to let go. I needed to balance out my extremely high masculine energy and call in some more divine feminine. And the reason why I needed to do this is because how I was operating wasn't working. 
when we have too much masculine energy, so let's get into kind of like the meat of our episode today. Like masculine energy is characterized by a logical mind. It's focus, it's drive, it's ambition, it's a clear plan of action. If you're in your masculine, if you have a high amount of masculine energy, you are taking action, you're decisive, you know what you want. It's kind of like being in the wheelhouse, okay? When you're in your feminine energy, this is when you, it's more characterized by like flow and fluid. It's intuitive. Um, There are no rules or rigidity with the feminine energy. Um, It's expansive. It's creative. And um, it's, it's, it's a very like deep connection to source. So it's like a very natural, deep knowing that you have. Um, So masculine energy is very linear. I go from A to B. And feminine energy is a circular. There is no A to B. There's cycles. There's, um, yeah, there's cycles. It's a circular motion. So when we are way too much in our masculine energy, we can only get so far, right? We only can get to a certain level of success, a certain level of happiness. Um, it's, it's only going to get you so far. When and that's how as, as far as I had gotten. So even in the competition um, competing space, it's as far as I had gotten. When it came to building my business, it was as far as I had gotten. I really couldn't get anywhere more from where I was. Uh, partly because I was exhausted, I didn't know what I wanted to do, and I kept looking. Sorry, my dogs are barking. I kept looking for the answers outside of myself. And we've talked about this a lot where I've told you that all the answers you need are always going to be within you. And so I kept looking for the answers outside of myself. I kept thinking there was going to be a coach or a program out there that was going to tell me how to build my business or how I could be successful in my business or how I could be happy or like what the next right step was going to be, right? I was always looking for like the right answer, the next step. And, um, it was debilitating me to a point where I didn't know what I wanted. And I, and I think I did know what I wanted, but I didn't allow myself. I didn't trust myself enough. I didn't have that self-trust to allow myself to, um, go that way. Same thing with body and food. When you are on macros or like a really rigid competition prep plan and to get off of that, you don't trust yourself. You're like, are like, I cannot eat without a coach. <laughs> like I need someone to tell me how to work out and how to eat and when to eat and how much to eat. And I need my weekly check-ins to keep me on track. Um, when in reality we don't, that is just what we're used to. And so a lot of us, and I think society, we just operate from more of a masculine energy. We love control and we think that we can control everything. So when we call in our feminine, when we start to operate from a divine feminine and connect with our feminine energy, it opens us up, actually. It opens us up. It um, creates more flow in our life and it just makes things a lot easier. (laughs) Um, One of the ways that you can start to call in more feminine and energy into your life is by cycle syncing. So it's syncing your monthly productivity to your period. When you're in your menstrual phase, this is your winter. So this is when you really like step back, you, um, you unplug from having to produce and do and you instead um, like hibernate and recalibrate. It's also a good time to dig into like the analytics of what's working and what's not working because the two hemispheres of your brain have a greater mode of communication because your hormones are at the lowest. Um, And then you move into your spring. I think it's the follicular phase. I forget which one is which. 
Um, but that's when you start to plant the seeds and then you have your summer, your ovulation phase. That's when things are coming to fruition. Um, so you can see that by com- when you start to operate from a feminine energy and we operate from like a circular motion rather than linear. So aligning our energy with our cycle, being aware that our energy ebbs and flows. Feminine energy is very ebb and flow. I like to think of it as like the ocean. Um, we then give ourselves permission to relax. We're not constantly in this hustle mentality of do, do, do masculine. We allow ourselves to rest. We trust that when we rest the next, like when we ebb, the next flow will come. Um, so if you have an overabundance of masculine energy and you're unable to tap into that feminine, you're probably not feeling good enough. You're probably like hustle probably comes very easy to you and you push yourself and you go, go, go. But as a result, you overextend yourself and you don't give yourself the credit that you should be giving yourself for all the things that you do. So then you end up in this negative headspace about yourself and ultimately you self-sabotage yourself in the future or what you're doing is unsustainable and unattainable. Um, So like I said, when we are way too much in our masculine, we're only going to get as far as we can get by doing that. And so that's why I really want to kind of just open up your peripherals and, and have you just start to think, hmm, am I more masculine or am I more feminine? And how can I become more aware of the energy that I'm operating from and how can I shift? So I'm going to read to you some characteristics of the masculine energy. So protective or sorry, not protective, projective, active, giving, expansive, outward, confidence, logical, stability, direction, clarity, courage, discipline, a wounded masculine. So this is when you're operating from a wounded masculine means an overabundance of masculine will be confrontational avoidance, unsupportive, competitive, control, aggressive. So now feminine energy is characterized as receptive, passive, contractive, intuitive, inward. And then um, some more to explain the natural feminine would be stillness, flow, surrender, ease, allowing, intuitive, creative, feeling, tenderness, um, a wounded feminine, so overabundance of feminine energy, is victim, powerless, weakness, manipulation, withholding, neediness, codependency, oversensitivity, over emotional, um, and people pleasing. Overgiving and people pleasing is a very big sign of an overabundance of feminine energy. So, kind of just take a moment to take inventory of which one do you resonate the most with. And if you are someone who resonates more with the masculine, again, take inventory of where in your life are you operating from a wounded masculine, right? Because it's okay to operate from a healthy masculine. What we want to take control of is when we're operating from either a wounded masculine or wounded feminine. So now here's the kicker. A lot of times when you're operating from a wounded masculine, you actually think that you're operating from from a feminine place. Okay. So another story, one of my clients inside my highest self mastermind kept saying, she was like, I really, really want to call in more masculine energy this week. Like I really want to get things done. I really want to do this. Like I just want need to be more, I need to be more disciplined. I need to call in this energy. I need to get things done. And then I showed her the chart, by the way, go to the show notes and you'll see what chart I'm talking about. And I was like, what? 
what resonates with you more? And funny enough, what resonated with her was the wounded masculine. She was like, oh man, I'm being competitive. I'm being confrontational. I'm being critical. Um, and I'm being avoidant. I'm not actually doing the things that I want to do. So oftentimes what we need is not what we want. I'm going to say that again. What you need, what you need is not often what you want. So what she wanted was more masculine energy. She wanted discipline. She really wanted to be disciplined, but that's not what she needed. She needed feminine to balance out that wounded masculine. I was like, "Uh uh-uh, you need to let go. You need to surrender. You need to go inwards. You need to um, be more intuitive and kind and compassionate and loving to yourself and understanding. Like take all that stuff off your to-do list and just pick one because it's not going to get done if you continue to act out of a wounded masculine. Does that make sense? She thought that she needed more masculine, but she was actually operating from a wounded masculine. Now let's use another example, vice versa, flip it over. Someone who is being very maybe um, codependent or people-pleasing, like someone who's like giving a lot, she might be thinking, God, I'm doing all this stuff. I'm giving so much. I'm doing, doing, doing. I need to be more, um, I need to be more feminine. I need to just receive. I need to sit back. Actually, you need to call in a natural masculine because overgiving is like people pleasing overgiving is a wounded feminine. That's not you being in a confident and um, like a sort of natural masculine. That's you being in a wounded feminine. So again, what you need is probably not what you want. That person probably doesn't want to be told that she needs to love herself and she needs to go inwards. She probably wants to think that she can do other stuff, right? So um, that's the key thing here is that if you are operating out of either a wounded feminine or wounded masculine, you need to um, be able to identify that. And it's probably going to be the opposite to what you think you need. So like I said, sometimes what you need isn't what you want. And, um, that's where I think a lot of people fail to thrive because you don't want to put in the work because it's not what you want to do. Um, you know, telling someone who really wants to be disciplined that actually she needs to love herself a little bit more and take a couple things off her plate and just be more kind to herself. That's hard, but your breakthrough is in the work that you're avoiding. So the work that I gave her, of you got a journal, you have to go inwards. You need to really like work on your inner work and work on yourself so that you can show up and actually do the things that you want from this disciplined place. Um, that that's the answer, right? But a lot of times people don't want to do it. So your breakthrough is in the work that you're avoiding. Really, really think about that. What is it that you're avoiding to do? And um, how can you do that? How can you bring more of that into your life? So last but not least, let's talk about how to integrate um, this way of life. Oh, wait, um, I have one more thing to share with you. So, so a couple more things on balancing your energies. If you have an overabundance of feminine energy, um, so the people pleasing, the overgiving, a couple ways for you to balance are by intentionally creating time for yourself. So I love to do this through journaling, reading, meditating, and also identify where you can create healthier boundaries. That's going to help you. If you are, um, Um, if you have over masculine energy and you find yourself do, 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 and you're not ever giving yourself a break, um, and you're being really hard on yourself, 
um, a way to balance that out is by learning to delegate. Um, oftentimes I find that people with an over minutes of masculine take everything on themselves and they don't allow other people to help or to do the job <laughs> and they just do everyone's job instead. So learn to delegate, learn to let people fail, like let them fail so that they can ultimately learn and get better at it. And so that you can back off and, um, rest a little bit. Know that when you have this overabundance of masculine, you're always going to find work. Like you're never going to not be without work. Like, trust me, you never will. So you have opportunities to like, like let some things go and save your energy for the things that count the most. Another thing to do if you have an overabundance of masculine, because um, masculine is creative as well, is to find hobbies. This has been like the best thing for me. Um, find different hobbies to sort of allocate your energy into so that you are not feeling because um, this sounds like opposite, but if you have this overabundance of creativity, you oftentimes will then start to feel sort of stuck or anxious because things feel too peaceful. Does that make sense? You haven't burned off all your energy yet. Um, and then you might even start to feel a little bit ungrateful for what you have in your life. And you might either sabotage a really great job or a really great relationship because you think it's too peaceful. Um, so in that case, get some hobbies, like always challenge yourself to do some fun new things, sign up for a new class, get a new hobby. Um, you know, I started rescuing kittens, um, find these different ways to allocate your energy into so that you, um, don't have all this extra energy that you're left with. Does that make sense? Um, so those are the ways that you can balance out over months of masculine. And then that's how you would balance out an overabundance of feminine. And again, that is just, you know, a, a simple tip. There's so many different ways. And the way that you're going to find what works best for you is by doing the work yourself and, um, just being really attuned to, to what you like, what you dislike and, you know, what really works for you. So those are the things that work for me. Um, ever since I, um, had Dr. Brett tell me that about my business last year, it's going to be a year now, it's a year in September. I really committed. I was like, okay, like, the breakthrough is in the work that I'm avoiding. You want to know what I was avoiding last year? <laughs> I was avoiding meditation. I was avoiding stillness. I was avoiding, um, like asking everybody else for their opinion and looking for validation everywhere else. So like I'd ask my friends, like, well, do you think that I should not coach competitors anymore? Um, do you think I should only do life coaching? Um, I kept thinking that everyone else had the answers to my business. And so I had to get real serious and be like, you know what? I'm going to do the inner work. I'm going to meditate. I'm going to do breath work. I'm going to continue my journaling. I'm going to continue um, taking things off my plate and having white space and having creative space and really just connecting with myself so that I know to connect with my deeper knowing, connect with my divine feminine so that I can... Um, I can learn what the next aligned best step is for me based on that. And now a year later, my business has completely shifted. I have stopped hustling. <laughs> I am very much in touch with source, divine feminine energy. Um, every action I take now is, is truly for myself. I do not ask other people what I should be doing in my business, um, how I should eat, how I should work, how I should, you know, move my body. And if, you know, me saying this is really hitting a chord with you. Like, please reach out to me because, um, I'd love to help you. I didn't think that anyone could help me last year. And 
much to the tune of my whole life, every single thing I teach is because I had to go through it myself and I didn't have anybody to sort of help me back then. And so I feel like my life's mission is to share all the things that I've learned. Um, so the highest self mastermind, very much that is what it is. In this mastermind, I mentor fitness and life coaches to create their business with alignment, authenticity, and abundance. So it is not a cookie cutter. This is how you launch. This is how you do pricing. Um, I instead coach you to learn how to trust yourself, coach you to become the most confident and successful version of yourself so that you can tap into your own divine feminine and get the answers from yourself versus from everyone else. So building your business the way that you want to versus the way that you think you should or other people are telling you to. Um, I, I didn't mean to share that, but it just kind of rolled out of me. Um, the high self mastermind is probably like the thing that I'm most proud of. I'm also very, very proud of mindset makeover. Um, again, if you've been following me for a long time, you've seen the shift in my content, you've seen the shift in my business, you've seen the shift in me probably and how I operate. Um, and I am so much more happier. I am so much more successful because I learned how to balance my energies. I learned how to tap into my divine feminine. I learned how to amplify my masculine when I need to. I learned when I'm operating from a wounded place and to create rituals and habits and boundaries that really keep me aligned and in check. But more than anything, it's awareness and it's your devotion to yourself, your inner work, your connection to yourself, is what keeps your energies balanced. Because if you're constantly operating from an unconscious place, right, where you wake up and the first thing you do is you check your phone, you do everything for everyone else and you don't even check in with yourself, then you don't know what your energy is like. But when you create a lifestyle where the first thing that you do is you pour into yourself through moving your body, calming your mind and connecting to your heart, then it's very easy for you to assess what your energy is like that day and to adjust accordingly or to tap into the energy that you need. So oftentimes I can tap into my divine feminine so quick. Same with my divine masculine, like when I need to get shit done, like right now doing this podcast, 8 p.m. on a Saturday. Um, So it has pretty much changed my life. It's changed my business and I want this to be accessible to you as well. So I hope this episode was helpful. I didn't have as good as notes as I usually do. I kind of rambled a little bit, but I would love to hear from you this, you know, the way that I delivered it today, a little bit more, um, talky talky, a little bit less structure. Did it land? Did it resonate? Did you guys get it? (laughs) And if you have any questions, let me know. Uh, Next week's podcast is about surrendering, self-trust, and letting go. So it's a follow-up to this week's podcast. So I'm going to tell you and teach you how to surrender, how we can let go, and how we can trust ourselves. Um, So yeah, I hope this was helpful. Thank you guys again um, for investing your time with me and this podcast and this community. I love you guys so much. I'll see you next week, same time, same place. Don't forget to be your highest self. Bye for now. 